This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Just starting to believe a little bit. Well, Hoylet's got the better of Buxton. Puts it into an area. Keo Zamora! Unbelievable! From the very brink of elimination, Bobby Zamora has surely scored another playoff winner. Welcome to another episode of the W12 podcast. Uh, we're on to our 11th episode since February, so thanks for listening. Um, this week we're joined by the gang. We've got Duncan. Hello, mate. You're right. We've got Brad. Hello, boys. How you doing, Brad? How's everyone? Yeah, all good, all good. And we've got newcomer Alex, the marketeer, in his shirt. <laughs> How you doing, mate? Yeah, good, boys. Thank you for uh, thanks for having me on. Right then, so where do we start this week then? I, I mean, I guess we need to reflect on Stoke. Um, another good away performance. Um, you know, and, and it, it seems to be pretty typical of, of, of how we're playing away from home at the moment, especially. Just not doing anything amazing, but just being pretty sound at the back, creating a few chances, taking them. And, I mean, and then the main players just all turned up. You know, I thought... Um, I thought that defensively we were we were pretty solid. I thought Stoke were pretty looked like they wanted to be on the beach. I don't know. If, I don't know what your views are, Duncan. Um, yeah, I was gonna say I didn't really think Stoke turned up. I think the game was like we controlled the game without actually having to really apply too much pressure. I don't think we we really got out of like second or third gear, and the game was still quite comfortable. Like we were nowhere near our, like our our best we've been all season, but I never thought at one any point really that we were going to lose the game. No, we we were comfortable, and 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 it's just defensively we just seem to be much more structurally set up, much better. I don't know, I don't know what's changed since. Obviously, we've changed formation, but since January. There just seems to be set pieces. We seem much better defending um, when we're, you know, when we're faced against a counter attack. We seem to be doing fine. If, if there's an error, we seem to be able to 
sort of overcome that. Whereas historically, especially at the start of the season, if we were making errors, we'd tend to concede a goal. Um, um, but yeah, it's nice to see Charlie score again. Great goal Great, as well, wasn't it? Yeah, absolute banger. Going so back to Alex. Here, anyone, well, anyone with Barber, Geordie, Dickie, and Senny in that league on, you know, on form, that's a, that's a great defence, isn't it? Link up. If we can keep Geordie fit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, I've always said that, um, that if we can keep Geordie fit, he looks like a real addition. He looks like we'd be a really, to fit, fit in there for Jeff Cameron, he looks like he could really fill that in, but it's just keeping him fit. That's the problem, isn't it? I, I yeah. was worried about that, Geordie. There was um, I was uh, reading some of the stuff that uh, the whole fans were, were saying on Twitter when he was leaving them and coming to us, and he was a bit sounded a bit hit and miss. But but so far it seems so good. He seems like a, a solid addition. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Yeah, yeah. There, but like I like you, like you, Alex. I saw um, a lot of a lot of comments around keeping him fit and. You know, he's great, but if you only play sort of 20, 30 percent of games, you'd rather have someone else. But you know, we'll see we'll see how he goes. But yeah, he, he was excellent. He was excellent on Saturday. Um and like I said, yeah, it was just good to see Charlie grab a goal and, and it was a great finish, wasn't it? Typical Austin finish. Yeah, yeah I think it was also big... good for KK to get on the score sheet as well. Yeah. And he and he and he's um, he's 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 one of them, isn't he? I mean, I, I I've not been overcritical of him, but I have questioned if he has got you know if we're going to look to step up to and go for it next season and go for a promotion push push up the league, is he what you want on the on the right hand side? I, 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 I'm always to it and throw it. One game I think yeah, the next game I think oh, no. He's a trier, though. He's a try. Every time he's on there, he's a trier, and he's he's. You can always tell he's busting a gut. So, yeah, I think he's better. I've said I think he's a better right centre back. Like you know, that's what I think. I think I don't know why I just think in a three on the right hand side. Um, that's where I think I can. You know, I think where a lot of his good good performances have come. But I know what you mean, Alex. He does. He puts in the effort, doesn't he? I disagree. I don't think he is very good in the back three. You know, no. I think he's better at the right wing because he's. I think he's better going forward than he is actually defending. Yeah, I always feel definitely. defensively. Defensively, he always gets caught out of position. I always feel like he's turning the wrong way with a player. So do you know what I mean? So when like a player knocks a ball past him, he turns inside rather than turning with with the player. Just my observation. I think that his positional sense. Uh, on a, a right wing back doesn't seem to be as a defensive option doesn't seem great but going forward like he's always willing he's always a willing runner always offering like the overlap but well I'm not sure whether it, I agree that you know at the back I agree with you don't going forward but I don't I don't know if he's a starting 11 player for you know if we're pushing for playoffs next season I just don't think I don't know I don't want to be harsh but I don't know I agree with his positional is is his biggest fault in his game. He does get caught, but I always think that's you know I know Saturday had a great game, and it's always difficult to sort of say this sort of stuff when a player's had a good game the week before. But 
he does get out of position a lot. And I feel when he's right right centre back or out of the three, it's less likely to happen because he's got a smaller area to cover. Whereas when you're right wing back and you're you're not there, you you you're up the pitch. But you know, he's been at the football club. What is it? Eight since he's been eight eight years old. Yeah, eight years. Yeah. Been at the football club for fourteen years now. <laughs> I like that his goal was his got his goal was a brilliant team goal, wasn't it? Let's be honest. What is it of us scoring yeah. good team goals away at Stoke? It was Easy's goal last year. Kake's this year. Like that's the thing. We we have moments in the game where we can just literally turn it on, and you think we could probably out outpass and outplay any team in that division. But then there's obviously odd moments like against Norwich. Just go back to the Norwich game. There are moments in that where. We made them look like Barcelona, but at the same time, that game could have easily finished two all rather than three one. That's a cute yeah, bit like that this year, aren't we? Yeah, you're right, Alex. Yeah. We, um, we, we uh, that's been generally a, the majority of our seat, especially the second half. One minute we looked like we could win the league, the next minute we looked like we could be in the relic, you know, we looked like we could be right down there. And that changes in game, doesn't it? You know, in a game, it's not just one game. But you know, within twenty minutes, we just completely change and we just turn it on. Um, and we, you know, we create like five chances in like ten minutes, and then the next twenty minutes, we, we don't, you know, we look a bit all over the place, six and seven sometimes. I think that's something that Warburton's got to, got to try and get a hold of next season, being a bit more consistent. Do you think he's done better, though, Warburton, than the second half of the season? Because I think in the first half, he was very. And I think Forrest fans said this about him as well. He's like a, a, a plan A sort of guy and we were getting found out and, and that was it. Whereas maybe second half of the year, he has implemented some plan B and plan C in games um, that have been able to change things about. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's still been quite one-dimensional this since the second half of the season though. Do you know what I mean? Like, he... he the five three two, he hasn't strayed from. He's stuck to it. And there's some games that we that we um, that we could have done with a change and gone four at the back. Um, and, but he's stuck to that five three two literally since January the January the third. Mm-hmm. Um, would you would you give him another contract? Because he's out of contract, right? He's, he's not signed a new one. But as as he got his rolling contracts. Yeah, he's on a rolling so the, contract, so he just so rolls just, on. Re, yeah. Okay. If we either get rid of him at the, in the end at the summer, or it just goes, he gets another year. I think we would be stupid. Yeah, there's no evidence to show that we don't need him. From the no, past I agree. He's, a, he's earned it, hasn't he? He's earned a, he's earned another crack at it, um, and he's had a great second half of the season. We'd be third if it was season started in January. Obviously, it doesn't. But well, you know. well, go back, go back to the start of the season. How many of you now would say that we would have finished? Say we beat Luton. If we had finished ninth or eighth, you know what I mean? Who would have said that at the start of the season? Well, I feel like the start of the season was such a long time ago, wasn't it? Like, you think we lost easy, we, like, obviously, we lost Hugo, we lost Wells like, during the spike back, like, January last season. Like, we lost all our goals. Then we lost Bright this January as well. So, like, those four players were absolutely crucial for us last season, and we lost all of them. By the heart by midway through this season, and to still possibly or probably finish harder than we have in recent years, I think that's a massive achievement for Mark Woburn. It shows signs that we're progressing year on year. I think if he has a solid summer where we don't have a big changeover, I think we could really push on next summer, like next season. We need to get those signings right. 
because these loans weren't planned for January. They weren't something that we wanted to do, um, you know, but we've had to do it because we were in a bit of a mare. Um, but we need to get them right, don't we? We don't want to be doing it, you know, in the same position next season or, or, or the signings don't go according to plan. So I think that's key. Mm. Yeah. It was a way that we always leave it till January. And I think always, mate. Why, why not, why not look at some of those signings in the summer and give us, give us, give ourselves an opportunity to, to at least knock on the door of the playoffs. That, that's what I'd be looking at. If I was an owner, I'd be looking at this going, we've got probably the best team we've got here for a, some, for a few years. The league is probably as weak as it's been for a long time. There's not as much money knocking about. Um, there's tons of players on free transfers. I've, I saw like 500 players, you know. Um, so if you can do, you do your scouting and you do your research and you get the right players in and you spend the money that you've got wisely, which we, which we historically don't do work very well, um, then yeah, we, there's no reason why we can't. I've seen, I've seen a list on Twitter about the championship free agents coming up and you know, they're all, I just don't think any of them on the list. I see a lot of QPR fans saying, you know, Jordan Rhodes, players like that, uh, Alex Mowat. I just don't think that's what we yeah. need. Alex Mowat, oh, mate, I'd take... take in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. He's unbelievable. He's got, he's got the team of the year, yeah. mate, championship team of the year. He's, he's literally been yeah. Barnsley's main man. He's got Barnsley into the playoffs. Nah. He tore us apart. <laughs> I think these four loan signings have got to be, we've got to do something, haven't we? I don't know if we can afford all four of them, but we need three of them at least. Well, it seems so strange, doesn't it, with the whole field no longer playing? Like, I can't see it's purely down to giving Thomas minutes. Because right? even against, obviously, Stoke, we, he didn't start. Obviously, we played a, like a midfield three almost of like um, Johansson, Willock, and Chair. Like, we all thought that was a super attacking like formation, didn't we? Well, when I spoke to you, Ben, on Saturday, you did. Yeah. Like, I, did, there's something, I think there's something, is there something in the deal? Because like, he played too many games? Like, if he plays another game, does it like... Yeah, it was 12 starts. So we agreed We agreed a fee. If it, if it was 12 starts, we had, the, the fee had, was agreed. Okay. Um, but I think we're at nine. So even if he starts at Luton, we're not going to... We're not going to be able to well we still doesn't mean we're not going to sign it but it means the fee that we agreed so I guess there's even two ways of looking at this either we don't want to sign him or, or we're not as fussed about signing as we were or we think he's worth less than the amount that we agreed yeah Possibly. for me I mean loan signing wise I know I know most of us are probably be in agreement everyone everyone loves Charlie but for me and, and obviously there's been the Austin effect and, and I get that with Dykes, but I think that Johansson, I mean, he, he is that calming influence. He knows what he's good at. And, and, and I think he's bought, he's bought a lot to that team in this center of uh, center of the park. And, and I think if we can get him, that would, that would, that would be a great start to the summer. Not going to be cheap though. Well, it won't be easy for them to come down. I saw a really interesting um, uh, note on tw on social media the other day that, that that was sort of a a proposal about how we can sign these both by offering them a big bonus for promotion if we get promoted. So offer them a, a fairly lower wage that we can afford, 
but with a big reward if we get in the playoffs or promotion, which was quite interesting. And I thought that was an option. And um, but anyway, right. Let's get into the, the. Let's get stuck into the players player review of the season, and, and, and we'll chat about the majority of the players, and we'll give them a score, and, and we'll see who comes out with you know who who comes out with a high score. The, the first name on, on, on the sheet is Seni, uh, Seni Dieng. What are we thinking on his season? Uh, I've given him an 8.5 out of 10. And that's ba- I've based that on the first three quarters of the season. But I feel like recently he's kind of been... A, I don't know what's happened to him recently. He seems to have just lost that little bit of an edge. Like, I think before, like the last like month, he's been absolutely. He was unbelievable. He was like one of our. He was like literally up there as like, one of our players of the season. Well, I still think he is up there, isn't he? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He is up there, but I, I, I think before Christmas, like a Christmas, he was a shoe in for player of the season. I think now it's a lot closer. I mean, he's been excellent. I mean, you know. It, he just so much. He's just so calming and chilled and ice cold. Nothing seems to phase him. I think that he set such a high bar, you know, for the three quarters of the season that he's has had a little dip in form. But no one could keep that level. And if he would, he'd be playing for like you know someone in the Premier League fairly quickly. Um, so he will make errors. Goalies make a few errors, don't they? I mean, he has his form has dropped a little bit recently, but. He's still been excellent. I mean, we could have been well out of a lot of games without his saves. His shot stopping, superb, isn't it? Yeah, and his and his cross, his um, crossing is, you know, it, it, I just, it's, he never, he just comes out and it's just, doesn't he? I think he gives that back four as well such a so much more that they feel calmer and they can play, and that's probably why, partly why we've. We've had a better defensive record in the second half. I think he, uh, I mean, for me, I gave him an eight. Um, I think if you go back to the start of the season and we were all probably fretting about the goalkeeper situation, Lumley, Kelly, Lumley, Kelly. Um, I still think there's a place for Lumley in the squad. Um, for me, Kelly is, is, is not up for it. But yeah, Dieng, Dieng's a, a great keeper, a, a real solid keeper. And I don't think we've really had a keeper like that for a, for a fair old while that's that's commanding and gives everyone that calming reassurance at the back. I mean, you go back, Paddy Kenny, maybe um Smithy's had a bit of it, didn't he? He was yeah. I mean he was he was a bit dodgy on cross it because like, he was a bit small, wasn't he? We didn't have that authoritative nature that um Dieng's got. But yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Journey, Radic Journey. <laughs> journey. <laughs> <laughs> We've had we have had some keepers, haven't we? In the, in so the was past. it side? I don't know. That says side. See Dijkstra back in the day. Oh yeah, yeah, he was good, wasn't he? That was the old. Country, ben, I'm, God. ben, I'm surprised you haven't mentioned Lee Camp, mate. Remember when you had a little <laughs> bit of a crush on him? <laughs> Shut up. I didn't have a crush on him. I think he spoke to me once. That was it. I was really <laughs> like, um, okay, but I've given. I think he's on your wall, wasn't he? <laughs> okay. I said I remember you having the pictures of him on your wall. <laughs> yeah, I did. I've give the ag, I've give the ag a nine. Funny enough, Brad, what about you? I've given him an eight. I've agreed with Alex on that one. 
briefly touched on Lumley. Um, I think I think his time's up at the club, if I'm honest. He's not been included in the last two or three match days. Seems like he's had a bit of a fall without Warburton. Um, I think he came in and did a good job. Um, but I think a couple of the games, he didn't have to do anything. I know the Forest game, first day of the season, and, and, and the Coventry game, he didn't have a save to make. I think he's benefited from not having any fans in the stadium. You know, the yeah, pressure's 100%. not as much. And when that comes back and a mistake happens, you know, I don't know what will happen to him. I think what he needs is to go out, league what I mean, we can't afford to offer him a new contract and then let him go out on loan again. That just doesn't make any financial sense. So I just think it's best for him to move on and go to League One, play 40, 50, 60 games in the seasons and see where he ends up. Be a, be a loss because he seems like a great character in the dressing room. So you, are you in the fence of keeping Kelly then? That's your side of the fence. Keep Kelly, let Lumley go. No, actually. Yeah, I'm not. It's really strange to say that because we've got so many keepers. But Dillian Barnes, I've not seen anything of him to make any judgment. Um, Joe Walsh is 18, 19. And Kelly, I just think he's one of the only assets that we've got that we'd want to sell, that we could just generate a bit of money for. Obviously, I've not massively... Well, I've not massively been watching Scottish football, but he's done really, really well for Motherwell. The problem is that Motherwell are at the bottom, at the bottom, sorry, the bottom of the league, so they're not going to have any money to spend on him. But he's performed up in Scotland. He's done really well. The problem with me for Scotland is you've got a couple of mid-table Premier League sides and then everyone else is lower Championship League One, maybe even League Two. And, and I think that's for like Dykes as well, right? That, that They come down from Scotland and they're doing pretty well up there but it is pretty tough because it's like taking a League One player into the championship and Dykes has had that time to, to get into it. But I just think Kelly for me, and he's just too small. I know Paddy Kenny was small, but he was a great shot stopper. Kelly, I just feel uneasy about him. So I would, yeah, I would definitely. Also, Alex, just be careful criticising players that played in Scotland. Remember Todd Kane? <laughs> <laughs> So uh, with lovely, I'll just give I'll just give him a six. Done okay. I don't know if anyone. Oh, I gave him a seven because I thought he's been solid. When he's been needed, he's been solid. I gave him a six. I, don't, I think the six is fair for what he's done. Six and a half for me. Yeah. Six and a half. Okay. We go on talking about him. We go on to uh, Todd Kane. Um, Brad, what what are you thinking? It's a tough one, Todd Kane, really. When he his crossing let him down, and when he played for us, he, he did give it he did give it 100% every game he did play. Um, obviously, he's gone through a bit of problems at the minute. Um, I don't know. I think I'd give him a seven or a six and a half, maybe, for his performance in the QPR shirt. I'll give him a, I'll give him a six, personally. Um, yeah. I, again, I, I agree with you, Brad, in terms of it's, it's the consistency of crosses for me. If he can work on that, um, I, I think he'd be a, a, a solid, solid little player. But um, it's, it's just too many of those crosses in. And we've got players now like Charlie and Dykes in there who, who can attack those balls. But if you're not getting the service, then, yeah, not great. But I, Am I harsh to say that I, I don't think... Yeah. He really wants to be at the club. No, hundred percent. I hundred percent get that feeling from him. I get that vibe that I just don't feel that he wants to be there. I feel he's, you know, when some players just, you know, it's just a job. 
it's just a job to them. They just want to turn yeah. up, get paid. He will give it his all. And yeah, but I just don't think QBR top, being a Chelsea boy as well, is it the club for him? He's, he seems to be so far down the road, he can't come back now, I think, uh, with the KK comment, with the, you know, I know, he's, I, I know, I don't know what he has done or hasn't said, but there's, you know, he's under investigation for, for saying something to, to a Brentford player. Um, he put his fingers in the ears, which I absolutely just don't, don't get from a football player because you're never going to consistently not have any criticism. So when you're doing that, you need to be making sure your game's perfect, since, you know, after you do that. Because otherwise, yeah. you just you know you, you, you're encouraging people to have another go. I just thought it was a bit silly. You know, Dykes could have done that when he, you know, he got a bit of stick and he's turned it around. You don't see him putting his fingers in his ears and, and berating the fact, you know. So yeah, I've given him a seven because I actually think he's done all right when he played. He's had a bit okay season. He's had a few really good games, scored a couple of goals. But I think, like Lovely, I think his time at the club could be could be up. Yeah, I, I agree. I gave yeah. him a 6.5, and I, but I feel yeah. like his time at the club's gone. I think with everything that's gone on, there's too much water under the bridge, I think. But, but I think it'd be best for him and for us that we part ways, especially with how you feel like the club is so big or in its like, diversity. I, I know he's like, innocent until proven guilty, but everything the club yeah. stands for, like, what all the, like, the owners and directors stand for, like we're so proud of that side of our, our club. And if he has done this, like, it goes completely against what the club stands for. So I can't see him being playing another game for us. No. Like, um, K. Kelly, we spoke a bit about him. Um, we won't chat too much about him. But yeah, he's had an OK season. When he's, he's a good lad, honest lad, works hard, gets stuck in. Uh, he's improving, actually. Um, and yeah, I'd be happy to have him around next season. He's a bit of a utility player because he can play in the mid- centre midfield. And, and he can play right back, right wing back. Um I've given him a seven as well. Yeah, I followed you there with a seven. I think there's, uh, I think he's a good little player. I think there's room for improvement, but I think he's um, he's got the right attitude there that you want. And and I think with a little bit the right coaching, I think we get a little bit more out of him. Yeah, I went for a seven as well. Yeah, same as me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think the, the club like uh, KK as well because I did see a. Uh, post about Tony Fernandez. He wrote a big post about him, didn't he? I don't know if you've seen it on Instagram. Yeah, yeah and he yeah. loves it when players they got blue in their blood. You know? Yeah. Uh, we've, we've got Cameron next. Obviously, you've all seen the news that he's he's obviously decided to go back to America, which we all thought was probably likely. Um, but I've, I've got nothing but good words to say about Cameron, actually. As a leader, captain, I thought he's been a really good captain this year on and off the pitch. He, he gives everything on the pitch as well. Yeah, he brings us a lot of experience. So, I mean, and he's at, and he, he can't play centre midfield ever again for me. Centre back, he could probably do another couple of years. Um, he, he's been, I think he's been great. I think he's better, Dickie and Barbe benefit from having him there. Um, and I guess I wish him all the best. I've given him a 7.5. Yeah, I agree with you there. 7.5 as well. I think he's a top servant for us. He's been a good skipper. You know, you've got to remember, I think he, he joined us uh, three years ago and it was the McLaren era, wasn't it? When we wasn't the best. I think it was. Yeah. yeah. I think he's been, I think he's been brilliant for us. Yeah, no, I, I gave him a seven. 
I feel like he's just Mr. Consistent. Like that's the kind of rating he'd probably get most games would be a six or a seven, just does what he needs to do. Like I do find it a bit strange though, that every single start, like, summer our captain leaves recent at the minute. I think for the last couple of seasons going, <laughs> every summer our captain goes. So hopefully whoever we pick this summer will stay for a bit longer than one more season. Yeah, I give him a seven as well. I, I was a little bit worried, I'll be honest, at the start of the season when he when he had the captaincy. I mean, I appreciate he's got bags and bags of experience, but for me, um, you expect the captain to be there week in, week out. And obviously the championship, as we know, is a hard slog and, and he was never going to do the whole thing. But look, to be fair, I, I think he had a, a solid first half to the season. I think obviously been injured, been out for a while and... So maybe it was it was all right for everyone, but yeah, no, he's he's, he's had a, a solid time at the club and wishing well back in the old US of A. <laughs> yeah, that captain next season is going to be interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I think you're right. A bit of longevity would be good. That's why someone like a Dicky. Oh, Dicky for me all day long. I'm, I'm I really really hope Dicky gets it. I think he's captain material and he he could be for the next I think two three seasons. And that's the argument. Or do you put someone in, if we do sign someone like a Johansson or Austin with a bit more experience? But Yeah, so Dickie, are you a big fan then, Alex? I am. I give him a nine. I, I do really like Dickie. Um, I think he it was a bit of a step up for him from uh, from League One uh, last year. But I think he's he's pretty much taken to it like a, like a duck to water. And, and I yeah, I think he's a really strong centre-back. Yeah, I mean, I've given him nine. I think he's been superb. Um, I can't. He can do everything, really. I mean, I know he's, he, he can score, he can cross, he can step into the midfield when he needs to with the ball, as comfortable as anyone. Hmm. Um, he can tackle. His positional is great. I think that, he, you know, he just needs to learn when he comes up against someone with a bit of pace. I think that's when he maybe is on the back foot sometimes and struggles a little bit. I remember Armstrong's done him a couple of times. Um, and a few other times I've seen him with a bit of pace. He seems to just, you know, sometimes make the wrong decisions. So he just needs to, but I mean, you know, he's not perfect, but yeah, I'm an advocate for him being captain as well. Yeah. Yeah. I also gave Dickie a nine. I uh, also voted for him as the player of the season. So I, I think he's been immense. Like, he just exudes confidence. And I feel like as a back three, it just completely complements his style of play. It gives him the opportunity to carry the ball forward. And he's probably one of the best passes I think I've seen in the squad, let alone as a, as a defender. And like, he's, like, if he can score that kind of goal against Borough more often, then happy days. But yeah, I, I think for me, oh, God, the yeah. season signing, signing of the season, just fantastic. Not sure if I want him as captain though. I'm just going to leave that there. Yeah. Dunk, I, I agree with you there, mate. I, he was my, he's my vote for player of the season. He's been brilliant, Dickie. Any. But captain, I'm not sure. I, I still fancy Barbate, but that's my decision. He's had it though, hasn't he? He had it. He's had it the season before. Well, he's he's he had it for a little while. He's had it, yeah. But give it back to him. He's up. He played the most games for us this season. He's not. He's, he's not. He's, he's not missed a game, has he? He's played nearly every minute. He missed the game. Yes, you're not talking about a player who's consistent. If he plays every game next season, why not? He's been superb as well. I just think it's a bit of a burden for him. I think it's a bit too much. He just needs to focus on his game and what yeah. he does. Because if you start giving him more responsibility, I don't know, I felt that he, he felt that last season when he had it. Um, I think it was when, you know, when Hall was out, he was always the captain. I always thought he, he just felt a bit of a, 
bit of a heavy. I don't know. He's not a shouter, is he? He's not someone who's going to motivate. Not that you need that as your captain in the modern game, but you, yeah. I mean, he, I'll tell you what with Barbe, he's been probably been the most improved from last season. He's been, I think he's been great. He's really good. Um, he stopped all these silly 40 yard Hollywood deck and balls. You know, the odd time he'll go for it, but it, you know, he, he's keeping it simple. He fits into a 5 3 2 really well. Um, and he's got a great left foot. I'd give it, I gave him an eight. I, I can only echo everything you've just said. I think that having um, the captaincy for Barbe, it plays on his mind. I think he then doesn't concentrate on what he's actually good at. I think he's too busy trying to think of what the team needs to be doing. I don't think he can have that game management of being a captain. Um, I gave him an 8.5. I think he's been, apart from Dickie and Dieng, I think he's been our best player after those two. Yeah, agreed. Doug. Eight and a half for me for Barbe, but I'm still sticking with it, captain, next season. Seeing as I gave Dieng an eight, I, I, I'm going to stick with my. I gave him a seven, and I'm going to stick with that. I, I, I think he's been solid, and he. And I'd agree, he's improved from last year. But sometimes, if a ball comes into the box and it's him or Dicky, I feel more confident Dicky's going to make the right choices. Um, so I think with Barbe still, it's a little. I'm, I'm, I'm just a little bit nervous. Again, why I probably wouldn't give him the captaincy. I just think Dicky's got that the better mindset. But yeah, he, he still had a good season. Don't get me wrong, but a seven, seven from me. Good. Um, I've got I've got Nico next. Um, Harmian, is that right? I always get it wrong. Hamalayan. Um, Hamalayan. That's it. Yeah. Um, for me, um, I've, I'm not saying I'm not his biggest fan because that's harsh. Because I actually think he could do a job in the championship. But I just, I just think he's. I don't know. He just doesn't have the energy that KK has sometimes. And going forward, he's not great. And defensively, he's not great. And I don't know, he's just not great at anything or good at anything, but he's okay at everything, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Uh, and if we're going to look to move up the table, I'm not, I, I think he could do with another low, another big loan move, 40, 50 games next season, top of the league one, then come back next season if we're still in the championship and give it a go, possibly. Um, don't know what everyone else's view, but I've, I've, I've given him a six, 6.5, which, yeah. <laughs> So I think that's generous. I, I he for yes. me, I gave him, I gave him a five. Um, nothing against him per se. It, it, he went away with Finland, I think, for an international break, and and they beat France three 0 And I think he played the whole game, and I was really excited yeah. about him coming back. But again, not great going forward. Not great at the back, as you said. KK is quicker. He's he's more in your face. I I yeah. I, I'm not sure about him. I gave him a six. Uh, again, I agree with kind of you guys what you're saying. I, I always feel like, you know, we let Ryan Manning go on loan to Rotherham in the championship. I feel like he needs that kind of loan move, like a bottom yeah. team in the championship where he's going to get championship experience, but obviously not go to a rival team or anything. I feel like that, that he then might benefit from that. But he's one of those you just don't know. He can go either way. He can have a really good loan or he can have a really bad loan. But I don't think he'll be our starting left back next season at all. No, I don't think you are. I've, I've agree with Alex on that one. I'll give him a five. Um, yeah, I don't think he's a, someone we want next season, but he's a good squad player, but not starting 11 for me. I've got Wallace. Um, Alex, what do you think of Wallace? I'll be honest. What Wallace, uh, I was never Wallace's biggest fan, but, um, but he's got a seven from me. He's, um, 
do you know what? He's he's really improved as the season's gone on. Um, again, he's sometimes a bit like a barbe for me. Sometimes when he's about to go in for a challenge, you just don't know what he's going to do. Um, but um, but look, fair fair play to him. He's um, he's took on captaincy, I think, on a few few occasions. And uh, yeah, no, he's he's done all right. And I can understand why why Warps maybe does. Uh, uh, took him from uh, from Scotland and uh, why he sort of trusts him. So yeah, he's he's a he's a good squad player for me in a seven. Seven and a half for me for Wallace. I think he, I think he's been brilliant. I call him the Scottish Roberto Carlos. I'm I'm sure I've heard a lot of people call him that. But I think the past few games he's been brilliant going forward, and he he offers us a lot of experience. But yeah, again, starting eleven next season. Can play play every game as his legs got it. I know he's getting old now. Don't know, but seven and a half for me for this season. Yeah, I also gave him a seven and a half. I think uh, he's just that's mainly from how he's been this, this since the January transfer window. I feel like he's been immense this half of the season. And I, I, like you say, Brad, I don't know how we all how we cope next season. I know he's had the option of the year, hasn't he? Done, so he's here for another season. Is he going to be? His legs are gone, but will he have a good pre-season? Because I think he didn't have a proper pre-season last year. I think he was one of those ones like Geordie, who's not fully fit all the time. I think if we can get him fully fit, we might then get the best out of him. Because he didn't play for Rangers in Scotland, did he, for two years, I think, 18 months. He was like isolated up there. So I think it might have taken him a while just to get that fitness back up to be a match quality. But yeah, 7.5 for me for him. I've, I've been really generous with these, I think, looking at you two. I've given him an eight. I mean, <laughs> the reason why I'm not going to go too much about it is because he didn't play that much, did he, in the in, in the first half of the season? He played a bit. He played a game here, a game there, and I just I just think since January he's been consistent, seven eight every game, and we're talking, you know, twenty five games, and I, I think he's been great. And the worry that I've got about all these fullbacks, and I've said this before. Is they can't play in a four. Um, that's the worry. When they sit back in a four, and I just I panic about any of them in a, in a four. If Wallace is left back and he's not going forward as much, he doesn't offer as much in a game than, than he does when he's in a, in a in a five or in a three. And he's Kane worries me in a four. KK worries me. Nico definitely worries me in a four. So I don't know if any of you agree with that, but that seems to be something that I worry about and feel like that's what we need. A couple will do fullbacks for next season. Do you think that's why Warburton yeah. reverted to the five at the back? Because he also felt the same worry. Yeah, he, he doesn't really go back he couldn't, to the he, couldn't, he couldn't trust his fullbacks. Do you think he couldn't trust the formation? I don't think with... so. No, and I think that Wallace offers so much as a five that to put him back to a four is just silly. And I don't think, yeah, I just worry about them all defensively. If that's what, you know, When you've got Barbie and Dickie behind you, Filling in that hole, oh, you're you know you, everyone's a lot more um, secure in, the, in 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 them pushing on more. But anyway, that's my view on it. I've given him an eight, probably a bit generous. Um, I've got Ball, old oh, Don Ball. I'm a massive Don Ball fan. I love Don Ball. The engine he offers us in that midfield, he gives it gives it his all. Uh, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Don Ball. I've I've given him a seven and a half, but. Sit going on your ratings, giving giving out eights, Ben. I, I think I want to give him an eight. No, I like I like Dumbo. I'm a big Dumbo fan. 
I've always said that. He does the dirty side of the game, right? He's never he's never going to get the plaudits apart from scoring an absolute worldie in the last minute against uh, against Cardiff to win it three two. But yeah, he, he always does that dirty side of the game, but he does it he does it well. Um, for me, I, I gave him a, a solid seven. <laughs> what does that mean as opposed to a normal seven? It means it's like uh, so maybe a seven point five then. <laughs> I think um, I think he's really good. It's really weird with Dumble because he was he was quite good at the first half of the season. I remember, you know, thinking that he was you know up there with your Dickies and your Barbes and your Diags first half of the season. I thought he did when well, we weren't playing very well, um, but he seems to have fallen out of favour a little bit. I'm not sure if it's the change of formation, but I think he's only had about three or four starts. A couple of them have been centre back um, since Fields come in, so I, I don't know whether that. Whether there's something in that, but yeah, he's he, he, like you say, Alex. He does he does a dogged stuff, doesn't he? That you don't notice so much. But when he runs with the ball, he sort of doesn't. He, it's like a train. Where you don't know where he's going, does he? He just sort of runs. All, he's gonna lose it. But yeah, I do like Don Ball though. I'll give him a uh, seven. Yeah, I also gave him a seven, um, but I think that was a bit generous. Like. I just feel like he looked good at the start of the season because the rest of the field necessarily wasn't performing well, and he's one of those players who puts himself about. Like you, you, you see, you, you see, he's one of those players who tries, he, he puts effort in. So you automatically go, yes, like Don Ball's actually putting a shift in. But I don't always think there's that much for the end product with Don Ball either. Either end, I think defensively he can be um, dodgy, and like going forward, apart from like absolutely spooning one into the top corner against Cardiff. Like, I don't think he's offered as much else. And I think that's why when we got better options in, in midfield, he's, that's why he's not played. I think I'll just, yeah. give, him, I just give him a big point because of his song as well. You can't beat that song, can you? <laughs> Brad, your missus told me that you, you, when you've had a couple, you start singing it. Yeah, mate. Get the, I'll get the boy in the arms. Don't boo, don't boo, don't boo. <laughs> Um, next we've got my favourite player at the moment which is Johansson um, and actually if he was here all season he'd, he'd be certainly up there with Dickie you know for player of the year obviously he's only been here for half a season so it's difficult to justify that but for me I just I just love everything about him on a football pitch um, he just does every, as a centre midfielder he was playing centre midfielder centre midfielder on his own I think on Saturday I don't know if anyone noticed <laughs> Yeah. When we played Thomas, he's miles up and he's just and he did he, he did absolutely fine. Um he just he can pass, he can tackle, he, he's got a bit of bit of that a bit of that, you know, the anger in him, you know, that you know, he, he can put a foot in and and he can play in front of the defence, he can play as a number ten. I just think if we've got any money available and there's you know, any chance we could get him, we just need to do it. Hundred yeah. percent. I gave, I, I gave yeah, I gave him an eight as well, and I can't. He's just one of those players that if we were in the stadium, you know that we as soon as he gets the ball, and he, you're thinking he's going to do something with it. You can be sitting like he'll pick a pass. You literally on the TV, you can almost see it a bit better than when you're in the ground. But you'll be thinking in the ground, you're thinking how has he seen that pass? Like some of the balls he plays, you just think if we had better options, like if our players were more like confident, we'd be literally banging in goals left, right, and centre. He, he's just the championship version of Xavi Alonso, 
his parting is something <laughs> else. <laughs> I'll give him an eight as well. And I'll, yeah, I'll do wish well. that we could sign him. Yeah, I'll give him an eight. I spoke about him earlier as well. I think he's just a, yeah, he's a quality player, definitely. If we can, uh, if there's a bit of money, absolutely get him back. I mean, he was Norway captain. So yeah. he, he's, you know, I know we talk, we could have a lot of options for captain. I think, you know, I think Wallace will be high on Warburton's list, um, if I'm honest. Um, you know, he standed it, he, he stood in when Cameron wasn't there. So he could, you know, you've got Barbe, Dumble, you know, Austin if he signs. So there'll be a lot of options. But yeah, let's hope we sign him. I've got Tom Carroll written down here. Um, mainly because I'm interested to see what your views are and whether you think we'll offer him a new contract. Um, what do you think, Brad? Well, I think Tom Carroll, before he got injured, I think he was he was coming into form. I think he was he was good for us, Tom Carroll. Um, I think I'll give him a six and a half, seven. So I'd like to see more of him again in the QPR shirt. But whether we offer him a new contract is another thing. I'm not sure. I wasn't a big fan of it. I wasn't a big fan of him the first time around. I, I thought he was small, lightweight. I, I know he's gone away. I know uh, obviously he's got a bit more experience under his belt, and I know he comes highly regarded at, sort of from Tottenham and some of those places. But for me, I, I just think I just think there'll be better options for next season. Um, I, I'll give him a five. Five. I tend to agree, Alex. Actually, um, you, you took the words out of mouth. He's too for me. I look at Johansson and think it's like a massive upgrade. It's like one of those Pokemon upgrades where, you know, you, they evolve and, 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 you know, he... Um, <laughs> oh, Pokemon! He, I'm just trying to think you of have... in my head. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. though? He, Johansson is, just seems to be a better Tom, Tom Carroll. Um, and if you, like Tom I said, Carroll, you throw it forward when Johansson comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've given him a five as well and, and, and I don't think oh. it's terrible I just think that like Alex said there'll be better options available for us although I think we will offer him a new contract but I still think I still think he's got more to offer us I still I think getting fit after you know I still think he's got more to give Tom Carroll I was generous I gave him a seven yeah. I think before I think like Brad before his injury I think he was one of our better players yeah, was it, he, was he, he was one of those ones who actually he was he would get on the ball. He was he never hit away. He always wanted it. He always tried to play the passes that Johansson plays. Obviously, Johansson can pull them off. Carroll necessarily <laughs> can't. But he was at least attempting those balls. But in, in the time when our midfield was him and Don Ball, like <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think he's a good option to have, even if it's just come off the bench. He's ex, he's got experience at this level, and I think as an option, if we if we get Johansson in, Carroll will be a good option off the bench. As a squad player for me. Okay, I've I've not sort of don't, I've not put put Field and Batash down because they've not played many games. But yeah, I mean you know Batash would be due of a loan. I think we all agree with that. Out next season, yeah. good little player, looks a tidy player. Um, and same with Field, really. I'm happy to looks a tidy player. I'm happy for him to sign next season. A bit too much like Don Ball for me. I think it's one or eight, one, I don't know. They sort of play in a similar position. Not too sure. I, I mean. Again, I've not seen too enough of field to make a definite decision, but yeah, he's, I think both we can all agree they're sort of six and sevens all round for them. Yeah. Um, I've got I've got a Doma next. Unks. Yeah, Unks. I gave Unks a seven. 
I think I'm I'm slightly disappointed that we haven't seen more of him. I think every That's time good, he's come yeah. on as a sub, like he's he's he, he plays, he's got assists. He's like, I feel like he got a key goal against Watford. I feel like. I don't know, is he, is he not fit? Like, why can't he start a game? Why doesn't he play enough more of the time? I think he does that because he comes on late and he's an impact player. I think he's old now. I think the legs have gone yeah. a little... I love him. I think he's great. And do you know what? I hope I hope he's here next year for when fans are in the stadium because oh, he's QPR. He's QPR. And, and just to give him that opportunity to play at Loftus Road in front of a packed house, I hope he gets that opportunity. I gave him a seven, but I think he's... Yeah, keep him on again. But for, for me, I think he makes that impact late in games because he can't do it for a, a huge amount of time. But yeah, great yeah. guy, great player. Agree with you there, Alex, mate. Hitting nail on the head. I can't wait to get to Loftus Road and see a Doma. Hope he scores. Be booming, wouldn't it? <laughs> Be booming. I've been giving him a seven as well, Brad. Yeah, seven for me. <laughs> yeah, same for me. I, I echo everything that you've said, Alex. Yeah. He's, um, his little cameo appearances does exactly what he's asked to do. He's got, I think, his assist ratio is pretty decent if you divide it by the minutes he's played. Um, and he's good to bring on when there's a weakened fullback who's played 80 minutes, 70 minutes, and you bring him on, and he's just got that little bit of pace still and a little bit of, bit of turn that you can just get five yards and stick a decent ball in. Um, so, yeah, happy with that. I've got Willock. Alex, what are you thinking? Uh, I gave Willock uh, a seven. Um, I think he grew uh, as the season has gone on, like like a lot of lot of the players um, have. Um, I think there's certainly more to come from him. I think he's uh, he's an exciting young talent. Um, but yeah, I think he's he's had a had a solid seven season. But yeah, hopefully lots more to come from him. Yeah, I'll be pushing on with Willock seven and a half. To- towards an eight but I think he's been a crucial player for us these these past few games we've played and the form we've been in I think like next season he's got so much more to offer us so much more I think he's working on his game obviously we spoke to him he said he's working on his game him and chair next season going to tear it up I think yeah yeah, yeah I agree um, I think it, yeah, I've, done, I've given him a 7.5 but he probably just hasn't done enough all season to warrant any more. But when he, when he, when he's effective, he's really effective, isn't he? When he turns up and he plays, he can really do some damage. So I agree with, with you, Brad. I think him and Chair next season, if we get it right, if Warbs get it right, then they can do some. You know, they should be pushing on double figures between them for sort of goals and assists. Really, they they both just need that little step up, don't they? Um, and I think, uh, I think going. We've spoke to both of them, haven't we? And I think after speaking to Willick last time, that they'll sort of next season thrive off each other. So if, if Chair gets a couple of goals, Willick will be thinking, right, I'm not letting him, I'm not letting him do me here. But we, they work as a team, obviously, as Willick said. But I think there's still a little bit of a competition between them. But they want to beat each other, don't they? Yeah, I gave him seven point five as well. I think. For 750k, he's like him, him, him and Dickie have been our two signings of the summer, really. I think I know it's took him a bit of time to get back into the swing of English football from his time in Benfica. I know his loan at Huddersfield didn't go well last year, but for me, I think if he carries his form into the start of next season, he could easily be carrying us to playoffs. 
I think he's going. I think he's that good. I think he's potentially like maybe not quite an easy like an Eze, but I think he could be getting up towards those levels. Yeah, I've got a chair. Um, I mean, for me, chair has stepped up a little bit. Again, he's just growing every season, getting better and better and better. Um, he hasn't had the incline that Easy has done, if you know what I mean. Easy sort of stepped up quicker. Um, but I think Chez, you know, he's developed again. And, and, and that was the question this year. Could he take on a bit of extra responsibility? We were looking for him for more assists and goals and being it more, you know, impacting games more with the players that we lost. And I think he, I think he has, really. I can't really ask much more of him than what he's delivered. Um He's, his movement's better, um, his decision making is better, and he's and and he he seems to be getting used to the fact that he's small, and how he can adapt that into his game. I think, and how he can spin and just do a little, get a little five yard pass. And I think sometimes he's, he can be a little bit too greedy. It'd be my only slight, and he just needs to be a bit more. He just needs to affect more games, but. Um, but no, I've I've given him I've given Chair an eight, as, as Alex would say. Um, I think he's had a good season. Yep, I'll go along with you there for an eight. I think he's had a had a good season. I think for me, Chair was an interesting one because when Eze left, I think a lot of us and a lot of people were saying, "This is Chair. Chair's QBR's next big money to go to the Premier." And I, and I think that put a little bit of weight on his shoulders. And, and I think sometimes he just needs to to relax. And uh, but yeah, look, hopefully there's 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 more more to come from him next season because he is he is a quality player. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'm a big chair fan, and considering what uh, chair we've had him on the podcast, he's done a lot for us on the podcast and helping us. And if I'm giving a dom ball an eight, I've, I've got to be giving chair an eight and a half. <laughs> I mean, chair for me, I, I think he's he's, he's again. He's, Young, some got some talent. He, he's still got more to offer. I think he's still got more to bring and to work on. And I think, it, like I say, him and Willett next season, they're going to tear it. I know it. I know they are. Yeah, no, I gave him an eight as well. I think start of the season, I think he carried us a little bit before Christmas. I think when other players were struggling, I think he was the one who was getting those assists and goals. So I think. It's helped having Willett come into form and Charlie Austin come in, like take some of the weight off him, it helped him spread it out a bit. So yeah, I think next season's only good things going forward for the whole team. I think I'm actually feeling really positive about next season, which actually makes me feel a bit worried inside. <laughs> it's the hope that kills you, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, all right, we've got Dykes next. Um, like you know, I've said before, happy to eat a bit of humble pie on him. He's, he's um. You know, um, fair play to him as well. Like he's completely turned it around, and, and, and I don't think anybody can judge anyone for sort of giving him some form of criticism because he was he was really struggling, wasn't he, with adapting to the league and and and, and being consistent and his confidence was low. Um, but he's turned it right around. I think Austin's a big part to play in it. Um, yeah, you know, I think he's learning learning from him his movement. He just was never in the right place at the right time, and when he was, he, it, it was only minimal chances that he had to try and convert and I just think his positioning and, and, and getting into the box is much better and he just needs to use his physicality more for me he's just he's a big lad isn't he he's not slow um, he can use that to his he should be using that to his and he is now using that to his advantage and he should be thriving off 
you know, Adoma, Willock, Chair, Johansson. Um, I've given him, it's a, it's a tough one. I found this one the hardest one because at one point, you know, you'd have asked me, it would have been really low. I'm not going to say how low, um, but it would have been pretty low. But he's had a really oh, good last in, few mate. months. I've 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 gone I've gone with a six point five. Oh, you haven't! Oh my days! How low Wait, was he, it going to be? He, he hadn't scored these goals. <laughs> Jesus! I think that's harsh. I've, I've, I've given I've him an eight. Three, he's got an eight from me. Oh, I don't even think that five's working, mate. <laughs> I just think, and he's had a good last two months. He's done excellent. I mean, last month he's been. I just think as a whole season, I'm looking at it. I'm not looking at it just in the last, you know, few but weeks where he's been great. I'm looking at it as a whole season. He in was January, scoring goals at the start of the season. He was getting into bright positions. He, he was giving. He was missing out on like the Stoke chance. Like a six foot twelve, whatever he is, defender got his like big toe to it. The other would have had it happen. There's been a couple of like he was getting in the right positions. Like I can't stress this enough. We had this argument a few weeks back when I was sticking up for him then. Like, he does all the right stuff. He just wasn't getting that little slice of luck. And that luck's come, and he's been banging him in. And he looks a completely different player again now. Blonde Dykes is what we want next season. All season, Blonde Dykes. He's a beast. He needs to dye his blue and white, didn't he? He's thinking that yesterday. <laughs> Thing is, I reckon he would. I reckon he'd be one of those players he'd quite happily dye blue and white. And he'd literally be running around. Like, I think he's got the potential to become a fan's favourite. Really do. Said it now, don't. I've said it. Oh, I'll put, I, mate, I, I, I like a bit of dykes. I'll give dykes. I'll give you, I'll put down an eight, but I, I think I'm going to give him a seven and a half. But I, I think he's got he's got more to offer as well. And, he, and he's... He's working on that, and you can see that. And I agree with Ben. Austin's definitely bringing out the best in him. You know, they're they're obviously friends off and on the pitch. Um, but I think next season we're going to be in the playoffs. Uh, he's going to be top goal scorer in the championship, and that's it for me. I think it's <laughs> going to be a massive input. <laughs> Mate, he's going to bag a few in the Euros as well. He's going to come back really confident. Alex, what you Alex, what are you thinking about? I've um, I've given I've given him a seven. Um, I've looked at it over the course of the season. I think I was really I was excited by him at the start of the season, um, and that excitement dwindled very very quickly. Um, but look, I think the Austin effect, second half of the season, and and more recently, he's he's turned it around. I think look, just going back to what I said about the difference between um, the different leagues, I think there there is some time that is needed to to adjust. I think he especially has been very lucky that he's got this connection with Austin that's sort of given given him some hints and tips and tricks and and it seems to be seems to be working. So uh, so hopefully the the confidence that I had him at the start of this season, I'll have him. I'll have the confidence at the start of next season and he'll he'll deliver the goods. Right. So we, that leads us on to uh, Austin, Charlie, Super Charlie, Doug. Uh, I'll give him a seven point five. I think he's yeah. like I, I don't. He's he came in. He got a couple of goals that really first joined, but rejoined like which the team needed. He needed. 
I think he's proved a few people wrong that he can do it in the championship still, and like he is a player you need. But I think like he's had a few little bits of inconsistency recently, but then Dykes has come back into it. And I think I said he's just experienced. He does like, he gets the tactical fouls. He's one of those strikers that he knows how to go down. Like he's a bit like Harry Kane, like he, he plays off defenders and gets the fouls you need just to like break up play, win those clever little free kicks when we're under the posh a little bit. He just he's just he just oozes class for me. And if like if we can get him and Stefan in the summer, I'll be happy. Yeah. 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 I've 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 given him a seven point five only because well, not only I just think off the field he's had just as much influence as he has on, um, and you can tell that you know, you know as soon as he stepped through the door, everyone's had a big lift, um, and like I said, Dykes has benefited from it massively, um, and he scored goals, which he does, doesn't he? I think it's um, one in every other game that he's played, he's started. Um, which is, anyway, you know, people were questioning whether he would score or, uh, again, but for me, he hasn't lost anything. He's just he's he's developed his game a little bit. I feel he's he's, a, he's slightly different to the first Austin we had. Um, but yeah, no, I've, I've given I've given him a seven point five as well. Maybe I've sure? gone a bit OTT with my Charlie love here because I give him a nine. <laughs> 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 maybe, maybe hands up. I mean, we're giving Don Ball and Carol seven, seven. We gave Don Ball what an eight? No, we gave Charlie a seven and a half. That come was on, me. Just Look, Austin, Austin for me. <laughs> away from my sort of the Charlie Austin uh, love affair that I have for him. Look, at the end of the day, he comes, he scores the whole. That he just gave the whole place a lift. First and foremost, um, I think the goals he scores what he brings to the team, the way he's been able to help some of the uh, the other players, obviously Dykes, as we've talked about. Yeah, I think he's um, he's Mr. QPR at the moment. So, yeah, nine for me. Yeah, I'm just re- really you, looking I'll forward. I'm oh, sorry, right. so I'm really looking forward to seeing Dykes and Austin. The partnership, if we can get that again next season, they seem yeah. to have a real understanding at the minute. And I think that if we get that next season, that's like going to be 20-plus goals for Charlie easy. Yeah, Charlie just—I just think what he offers us, like we say, we're talking about on and off the pitch as well. He's, I think, eight, eight and a half for me. I love it in between, but I think, hope I don't know whether he'll, he'll come on. You know, the wages he might have to take a pay cut, but I think he's a—he's a crucial signing. He's got to be, but not just for you know, if he only gives us sixty minutes, sixty-five minutes, he's a massive fan pleaser. He wants to be at the club, like I say about Tom Kane. He's someone that I feel like he wants to be there. He, it's not just a job to him. He'll do anything to help anyone else. I just think I've got a lot of time for the bloke. I think he's a keep your man, like you say. And yeah, I think he's he's going to be a big contender for captain because he's he's loud. And I think a lot of the a lot of the players respect him. He's got a lot of respect since he's come in, hasn't he, Austin? For me, he'd be my captain choice. Him, him or Dickey, um, but I'd probably give it to him if he was to sign. And imagine that first day of the season, having him up front with a packed Loftus Road, you know, a Doma floating around. Um, you know, no one's seen Dickey really. Up there. I know we had a few fans there for a couple of games, but it'd be good to see him live. Dieng, you know, all these plays. So, yeah, let's hope we can get it over the line. I've got Bonnet, um, but again, he hasn't played... 
I don't know what's going on. What's your view on him, Alex? Um, look, he scored. He scored a couple of crucial goals. I remember one. What he scored that 90th minute equaliser against the waiter Wednesday. I think that was one of his first games, and then that crucial one last minute dicky assist away to Derby. Um, so he has popped up with some crucial goals. Then again, he has come on and I've seen him and he's missed some absolute sitters. Um, so I, I, I gave him a six. Uh, I, I don't know where he is at the moment. He's a bit MIA. So. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you, Eric. He's going to six. I haven't really seen much of him, though, have we? Is that something? No, so I don't. Again, Warburton's decided not to bring him on when we're three, four new up and bringing on someone else. I just thought when we're chasing a game, or it's, it doesn't seem to be an option. I'm not sure if I'm reading too much into that or whether War, I don't know, whether Warburton doesn't fancy him or I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, I've, I've given him a six. Yeah, he did, you know, he looked promising the first quarter of the season. I thought, yeah, he looks all right here. We could have a player. But um, and then he, he's just, yeah. I don't know where he'll be next season, if I'm honest. If we sign Austin. Yeah. Yeah, no, I gave him a six as well. I know, obviously, um, he had that issue, didn't he? His sister passed away. So that can't have been easy to deal with. You don't know how close. Like, it could have been really, really close. You just never know. Um, I think recently he's looked heavy. He's looked overweight for me when he's made his um, cameo appearances recently. So whether it's a fitness thing, I just... Something's not right, is it? I think something off the field is not right for him, and it's affecting him on the field. So maybe as it goes off, as a break, comes back for preseason, we might see a different bond next year. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got Kelman, but it didn't play much again. Sort of in the potash. It'd be good to get send him out alone. You know, he looks like he can really bang some goals in. I don't know if you saw a Doma. They had, they did a draw on live around. And the crowdies, I don't know if you saw it. And they asked him who the best finisher in the club was. And he said, Kelman. And when you watch those training videos, I don't know if you've seen him, he's always bagging them in. Yeah. Like, um, so, yeah, it'd be good for him to go out. I've got Thomas here as well, to sort of finish on. I just about to say, Little Thomas. George Thomas. What's your view, Brad? <laughs> I think, again, I, what, I think he's only... He's only played, what, six or seven times, recently. I don't think he's played much. We haven't seen much of him. Um, oh, a tough one, really. I'd like to see more on him. Tough one to call for me. I don't know. I think he's looked quite good in his um, couple of starts recently. He's been playing in that midfield, too, with um, Johansson. He's looked OK. He's looked, he hasn't done anything wrong. Hasn't obviously done anything outstanding. I gave him a six just because we've not really seen much of him. Like you can't really score him anything more or less because he hasn't had time to do anything. I think a six is a is a decent score to give him. Um, then again, I mean, you think about it, and and he he is around scoring goals. I think that Watford coming back away, winning two one. I think he was part of that move uh, for the winning goal. I think the other day, I think he scored one the other week or, or set one up when we were three one or four one. Uh, what was it? Sheffield Wednesday. So, yeah. yeah. When he comes on, uh, fair play to him. He seems to be part of a move of, uh, of a goal. So, yeah. yeah. It's just difficult to see where he fits in. I'm not sure he's a centre midfielder. And I'm not, whether he's a winger, is he a number 10? I, 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 don't, I think he needs to identify that. I don't, I don't know if that's Warburton not, 
Warburton seems to like him, so I think he'll be in and around the squad. Um, but yeah, yeah, six it seems like a fair result. Um, yeah, I think that's everyone. Some good scores. I think Dickie's probably got the highest all-round score. We'll have a look at that. Um, followed by Dieng, um, Johansson. Dumble. <laughs> Dumble's gone shot right up because someone's given him an eight. Um, <laughs> Dumble's chance just below him as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so we've got Amos back next season as well, worth knowing. Um, so, you know... I'd, I'd, Again, he's a bit more, but seems to be a big fan of him. So I don't know if that will stop any anyone else signing in and around that position. Um, yeah, so that was a good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he it's played a few games. Good to see him back in training, it? isn't it? It's good to see him back training, and hopefully gets his pre-season under his belt, and then we can have a good season. Because at the start of the season, he was looking a key component to the team. I think we struggled after he got injured. I wonder whether it would work with him and Johansson. Him, Johansson. Willock and Cher sort of floating in around the wings and Dykes and Austin up front. Whether that, whether that would work, I know. Dynamic. It's something we can see hopefully in pre-season, won't it? If we can get um, yeah. Charlie and Johansson in. It's it's just just say, Go on, Brad. Ben, so uh, when we were speaking the other day, Arne, you mentioned to me you watched uh, Duke McKenna in training. Yeah. I just wanted to, what's your views on, you know, he's young. He's probably, he's been on the bench a lot, hasn't he, this second half of the season. He hasn't, I think he's come on one or a couple of times. Um, I've I've seen a lot of talk of the players saying that he's he's looked really good in training. He's a young lad, isn't he? Um, and again, it's just like the other lads. If we can get these players out on loan, the problem is, is you need players on the bench, don't you? So it's a bit catch-22, you know. We haven't been able to loan Patash out because we've had injuries and, we, you know, we need the option on the bench. But ideally, we'd like to send him out on loan. So, I'd just say get him out on loan, I reckon, and see how he does. But he does look good in training. Um, but training's a different, uh, different, isn't it, than on the pitch. Um, but I was just wondering, what, so what have we got Luton last day of the season? Anyone got any thoughts, what they'd like to see quickly? I'd like to see a strong team. I'd like to see us go out, finish the season high, 3-1 win. That's what I'd like to see. Yeah. I'd like to see a 4-0 Dykes hat-trick. Austin getting the fourth, last minute. Yeah, I'll go 3-0. 3-0, nice, nice uh, strong end to the season and they can go off on their holidays. Yeah. Yeah, they deserve it. Yeah, I agree. I think 2-0, 3-0 would be a good result. I'd like to see I'd like to see a Doma start. Just to give him a 90 minutes. Just to see, you know, I think he deserves it. 90 minutes at Loftus Road. Um I think Carroll was on the bench, wasn't he? Yeah. The weekend. So I don't know what we might we might see him come on for sort of 10, 15 minutes. Um, I'd like to start to see our friend of the pod, Joe Walsh. Yeah, so Yeah. Yeah. Be nice give him a give him a run out. Wonder what's happened with Lumley. I wonder what's happened I mean, with Lumley and Warburton and what's been said. Something's been said, hasn't it? Um, they've had a they've really had a fallout, haven't they? I think Warburton's that kind of manager, isn't he? I think if yeah. you cross him, that's it, you're you're out. See you later, you're not going back in. I think that's what happened with Manning. Mm. Yeah. Tough one to call yeah. that, oh, it? All right, gents, well we'll leave it there. Um 
good chat. We, we've got some big news next week. We've got uh, Charlie Austin on. So we will ask him all the questions that we've sort of spoke about on the chat. Um, <laughs> if anyone's got any questions, if you're listening that you want to ask him, send them in and we'll ask him. Uh, but we're really looking forward to that. Try and nail him down on what's going on next season. That's our plan. Um, but yeah, chaps, thanks for joining me. No worries. Nice one, boys. Good to Pleasure. speak to you as always. Yeah. Alex, cheers for coming on, mate. Yeah, thank, thank you for having me, guys. Good chat. Yeah, we'll see you again soon, hopefully. And um, yeah, you are. You are. You are. You are. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the Pro Pilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.